It's time for Larry No Spot. My guest tonight, Hawkeye John Blue and Michael the Mad Dog Sherman. And I'm your host, Larry. B-Ball to talk about one week into the playoffs. How you guys doing? This is the greatest thing ever. Yeah? Like, putting four games on every oh, day. yeah. Like, this is the best. Yeah. It's so great. Like, I do work all day from home, and I just have it on mute in the background. And, uh, I mean, uh, it, this is, I am so... So in heaven right now. I mean, to not have it for like mm-hmm. four months and then to have it come back with a vengeance has been so pleasurable. Yeah, to be, yeah, where it's like just you wake up and then just in a few hours it's game one and it's just, oh, I, I'm. I know. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like um, college football Saturdays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except it's every yeah, day, or, or like March Madness, right? Like, yep. oh god, yeah. More, more like March Madness, less like college football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mostly because I don't really enjoy college football, and I do enjoy March Madness. Yeah, yeah. And I like the madness of it, especially. <laughs> I <laughs> speaking of, why am I Micah the Mad Dog shirt? Oh, good question. <laughs> so, uh. There's obviously the famous and lovely uh, New York sports duo, Mike and the Mad Dog. Sure. And named after Chris Mad Dog Russo. And uh, it's just an homage to him. And (laughs) anybody whose name starts with an M, it's Mad Dog. Okay. But, you know, name's subject to change. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Depending on how mad you are. Um, well, on another podcast, I'm the Shermanator. Ooh, okay, ooh. yeah. Like in a, like in American Pie, he was the, he was the best. Yeah, and yeah. he he Shermanated. He Shermanated one time. It was great. Yeah, that one time. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh so right now we got uh, Toronto Brooklyn going on. That looks like it's going to be a sweep. Toronto is taking care of business. Um, Brooklyn was all right in game two. They, yeah. they showed up for game two, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you felt kind of bad for uh, Garrett Temple at the end there. Where he... It's it's not quite clear if it was him or Joe Harris's fault, but they, they had a chance to tie it, and it's like, wow, we played one great game and could have, could have taken one, and they didn't get their one game. Is the NBA season going to be delayed starting... Uh, for yes. the 2021 season, yeah. yeah. So they'll definitely have KD back, right? And Kyrie, yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. They are gonna be awesome. Yeah. Well, they're and yeah. Go ahead. What, I uh, depending on their depending on their um, record next season. Did Karis Levert? He was was he an All Star this year? He was not. 
I, if not next year, then the year after, I think Jarrett Allen will be an all-star. Mm. So the interesting, like talking the Ben Wallace, yeah, like hair, like I, I, he's great. He is great. He's a, I mean, he'll, he'll be the same kind of all-star that Ben Wallace was. You know what I mean? Like Ben Wallace was a very good NBA player, but yes. like not a perennial all-star. I think Jared Allen's going to be the same way. Mm. Um, he's just um, like, he keeps improving. He may, he may, I, I, I could see him because it seems like his mind's in the right place. I could see him getting most improved player one of these years. Um I I just um, I'm really wowed by his game, and he's not afraid of anybody. I love that. I think if he beefs up a little bit, he's going to be a force to reckon with. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's got like he's got that like mad uh, athletic ability. Just like he could jump out of the gym, and he hits threes. The weird thing about Brooklyn is the 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 what I if I were a Brooklyn fan, what I would fear is almost that they have like this inner circle within the team of like KD Kyrie seems like Spencer Dinwiddie's part of that circle. And then you add Deandre Jordan. Yeah. And they, they kind of got, looks like they got Kenny Atkinson fired. Uh, They made sure Deandre Jordan was starting. And I hope that doesn't hinder Jared Allen's growth when they're all together. Is it a surefire thing that DeAndre Jordan's on the team next year? He's going to be signed, so he's there for three more years after this one. I mean, he's he's good. He's a good. Uh, well, he's not what he used. He's to not what he sure. used to be. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, those guys that you just mentioned, they they. They don't seem to have life figured out. <laughs> right, right. You know, you know what I mean? Like, um, not that you can't win a championship and have everything together. I mean, I think the last dance showed us that. But <sighs> I hope that they're able to overcome it. I just, yeah, Jared Allen is the kind of player who's like, He'd be great on the Spurs, like great, great, great on the Spurs. Um, great for Toronto. Great for um, the Warriors. Um, but boy, oh boy, oh, we'll see next year. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. I mean, yeah, we're all looking. Forward I'm going to revise my prediction. It's the following year, Jarrett Allen will be an All Star. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, 21-22 season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with them, I wonder at some point they're going to like, I think they have enough to be competitive right now with Karis Levert and Jared Allen. Not right now. I mean, next season when KD and Kyrie are there, what I wonder is if they're going to get restless and want to make a big trade for that third star and that'll involve trade. need to, I don't think they need to either. Like they have every, they have everything they need in place right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but with both with Kyrie and KD, it always seems like the grass is greener, right? Somewhere else, and it's like, yo, man, you had Russell Westbrook and James Harden on your team, and just because it didn't work out one year, I mean, my goodness gracious, that was a great team, and Kyrie. 
you were on a team with the best player in the world. Yeah. What's your problem? <laughs> the problem is you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another guy who's always had problems wherever he's gone until now is Jimmy Butler. He seems to be in his place in Miami. Mm-hmm. Right. Loving them. I am I am thinking they're they're gonna win the next round. I think they'll I think they'll take out Milwaukee. Mm, fine. Yeah, I, I I see that as a possibility. Yeah, I, I mean with Jimmy Butler, it seemed like he just didn't have a lot of and a lot of people had his back when he was having all that drama in Chicago and in Minnesota. Um mm. and I'm kinda with that. He seems like he's got his act together. Yeah. And he just didn't suffer people who weren't going to play as hard as him, which exactly. I think is totally reasonable. Yeah. Um, and it, he's got some great, eh, not great, very, very good pieces around him. Duncan Robinson, um, Dragic is good. He's still a good player. Bam, Bam out of bio. No joking matter. Yeah. He is. He is good, 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 good. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is uh, 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 a reasonable white person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people people who look like us really get, uh, we get high on uh, other white guys when they (laughs) play like, especially American white guys. It's like, yeah. I mean, who who have we had since Larry Bird? <laughs> Man, there's like not a lot of people, not a lot of um, uh, white Americans for uh, like little white boys to look up to growing up these days. White chocolate. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he was not a great player, but certainly oh. fun to watch. Certainly a good role model. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for me, as like Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Um, uh, Mad Dog Madsen, right? Wasn't wasn't he? A, yeah, Luke Mad Walton. Dog like it's just like when, when what was the who was the last white American all star? Who's the last like all star? Um, and perennial all star? I don't know. No, no, I no, mean, no, no. Just just all star at all. I'm, Man, I'm, did Heinrich ever make it? Like just as a because he was like an important player. Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver when he was on. Um, Atlanta was yeah. a uh, white American all star. <laughs> yeah. Midwestern uh, white even. Like yeah. he was like right. <laughs> yep. Um anyways, I you know, Larry Bird came under some kind of like small hot water a number of years ago saying that like the NBA is a is a black man's game. And um people were like, Oh, don't say that and everybody around the NBA was like what are you talking about? Of course it is. Just look at look at all the evidence. Um, anyway, I think it's I think it's so interesting, and I think that you know people are people are looking for the next great white hope. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't think there's any of like the draft prospects. Still, no American white guys. Nope. Highly touted in the draft. Oh yeah. well. I'm okay great European players, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Doncic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Giannis. Speaking of, yeah. man, did you see that dunk? Get out of here. 
Ooh. What was I, I? I may not have seen this dunk. Man, he spun on some guy named Gary, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> oh, Gary Clark, maybe. He kept Actually. going up and up and up, and Gary started coming down, and <laughs> then he came down. He like palmed the ball and came down on his head. But I will say this about about that play: Giannis got totally hype about it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Definitely get hype. I don't. I I don't think Giannis is there yet. I mm. think he's he still seems to get really fr- like he is Wilt Chamberlain dominant, no question about it. But I don't think he has that kind of Kawhi consistency that is required to make it through the playoffs. If he did, they like wouldn't he, have lost Game One. Like mm. totally. I mean, they lost Game One to the Magic. I mean, no. yeah. Come on, man. And Brandon even last, did too last year, but um, you know that's that's just the magic's power. <laughs> but yeah, he definitely loses. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not the killer that Kawhi is. Right, killer Kawhi. Uh, or, or maybe 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 we'll be pleasantly surprised over the next few weeks. Um, I would love to be because I think if if he can figure it out. That's going to be awesome to see. Yeah, that um, Heat Bucks series is going to be great. That I was just going to say that because Miami is going to come out swinging. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll he'll have to see we'll have to see right away if if Giannis is up to that challenge. Yeah. Okay. So a team I I I am maybe most impressed with, besides maybe Toronto, is uh, Houston. I mean I. We all, we all knew they were one of the best teams in the West, uh, but we w- I would have thought, and I think we all predicted as much last week, that without Westbrook, they were going to have trouble with OKC, yeah. and they're just cruising. And Harden didn't even have a great game last night, and they still blew him out. Yeah, some of it's not like House had a huge game, mm-hmm. and that's you can't expect that every time. But like. And you can't expect Jeff Green to like he could disappear for five games in a row now yeah. after having two good games. But but that defense is fantastic. Yeah. Like they are like OKC cannot handle the switches. They cannot deal with it. They can't get anything going. And that you can count on from game to game. And I I just I don't know. I think I think this is this is on Donovan now. Like Paul's like, oh no, I just got to be better. I'm like, no, you've got to. Your coach has got to figure out how to scheme against this because they're just for, for Harden to have a subpar game like that and for them to lose again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was that was, that was bad. I yeah. think, yeah. So I I I think we might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit just because Houston is one of the only teams up 2-0 doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a sweep. I, I agree. Like first somehow Robert Covington is doing a number on Steven Adams. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like having it almost like having a little um, like pit bull around your leg. You know what I mean? Um, Robert Covington is a good defensive player. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if OKC even the series either at two two or three three. Well, I don't think it's going six. I think it's going. I think it's going to be five. I think OKC can win a game, but I don't know. And I don't know when Westbrook's coming back because um, again, without Westbrook, they really need someone like House or Green or somebody else to have a huge game. And, you know, this is the team that went 0 for 27 from 3 at one point a few years ago, right? Like, so mm-hmm. they can definitely have a famine game. Um, I think they're they're good, though. I really love what their defense is doing. Yeah. It's surprising. It's surprising to me that D'Antoni team is um, this tenacious on D. It's really exciting to see. Yeah. I, I mean, I love uh, – I'm a fan of D'Antoni since, like, the Phoenix days. And I'm just I, – I really want to see him win one. And now there's, you know, I've, I've loved him since Italy. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and and you know, there's talk about getting rid of him if they don't win this year, but it's like he's Bad just idea. their their whole team is set up for D'Antoni Ball. So it's just you, their you, owner's just an, their owner's an asshole. Like yeah. he's just a straight up asshole. Yeah. I, He's and he's and he only bought the team like in the last couple years yeah. or something. Yeah, you know he like I, I don't know if this is still the case in the bubble that like every food option that was available to the players in the bubble for for ordering delivery was a chain owned by the, that guy. It was because he owns like Morton Steakhouse and uh, shit like that. And they yeah. were all under that umbrella. It's just like, good lord, this guy. I, I hate him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I hate him too. Uh, all right. So that's <laughs> Houston. Okay, I think we're done. You know what? I think most of these owners are probably douchebags. You know, because they are billionaires. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't get to earn two billion dollars in your life without being some kind of douchebag at some point, right? Right, right. Yeah, but I like the douche. Like Lakeham is a douchebag, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but he's the douchebag who's like, yeah, we're ten years ahead of the league, and he says all this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like cool with that. Awesome, you made a lot of money. You should be able to talk shit. Like, but for 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 Tata. Like is Tata. just this guy, the, the um, yeah the Rockets owner is just this guy who thinks he knows basketball yeah. better than like the people who are his basketball guys. Like when Lakeham talks about, it, he's like, "Yeah, our guys are doing this, and they're years ahead." And this guy in Houston is like, oh, "Yeah, we're gonna get rid of D'Antoni. We'll do this and shut up and listen, or whatever his stupid book is called." I don't know. Ugh. He's He's the he's the kind of owner I, I can't stand. Like I'm sure I know that Mark Cuban's an asshole. Yeah. But like he's an asshole who like lets the basketball people run shit and takes responsibility for decisions that are his fault. I don't know. I hate this guy. I just yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were done here. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of like those billionaires who would try to involve themselves in the basketball process, that seems to have happened in Sacramento with Vivek. Uh, he, you know, and he just like, oh, I want these like former players. Not that they knew it. Like he got Lottie Divac as like the GM who just kind of failed miserably. And now they're 
searching for new they're searching for a new front office and i i've heard rumor that they are they're, they're thinking of blowing it up going with a process route um and they certainly have a lot of dead weight contracts like harrison barnes and buddy heels i think is still valuable but his contract he's getting like max money um i wonder if they're what they're going to do with De'Aaron fox if they if they're going to start shopping him around uh i think fox is great i think fox is great but how can you with a straight face say we're gonna go through a process right like (laughs) philly style process when you had freaking the draft picks to pick luka Doncic and you didn't do it it's like what is the point of a process if you actually if you don't execute on high draft picks correctly yeah well philly philly picked jaleel okafor Yeah, no, I mean, Philly messed up a lot too, right? Yeah. But, like, this is a generational player. Like, yeah. they just happened, and everyone knew it was going to be great. I don't know. And basically, they fired a good coach in Jaeger. Yeah. Because because he said something he probably shouldn't have saying, like, oh, we should have taken Doncic. Yeah, I mean, every everybody. it's conventional wisdom that you shouldn't build anything, period, in Sacramento. Right. Because it's Sacramento. Yeah, and they they uh they they did fleece the city of Sacramento to pay for a new arena a few years back. They did. That that could have been Seattle's team. Like it was that was right there. Yeah, that was very close. Yeah. I would argue it should have been Seattle's team. Right. No, it should have been. Like the deal was done. The the guy was all set up in Seattle. Like it was the 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 new arena was financed by this hedge fund guy. And then Sacramento came through with like a Hail Mary parking tax bill or something at the last minute to fund a new stadium. Okay, well, it's too bad because Seattle deserves a team. I don't know anybody that's a Kings fan, do you? Yeah, uh, Marcus. Marcus Haugen, who's sometimes on the show. Oh, is he from Sacramento? He lived there for a bit. He moved a little all over as a kid, but like Sacramento. And I think like... During his youth, were some of the heyday of uh, you know Weber and that team. You know who I've been uh, listening to recently is Wayman Tisdale. Do you remember Wayman Tisdale? Mm-hmm. Uh, he became a yeah yeah he became a jazz bassist and he's really really good. <laughs> really? Oh yeah oh. yeah. Um, he he passed away in two thousand nine, but um, he's he's a great jazz bassist like really good mm. i i highly recommend listening to wayman tisdale listening to some wayman tisdale yeah cool uh later the the next game that's coming on tv is denver utah which is tied at one uh that's uh that's been a fun series utah really played well last game um um, um, Mitchell had Mitchell is he truly is a spider. That three sixty pass that he had was like I, I I've never seen anything like it. Like he he got like three defenders to jump with him, and he spun in the air, passed it to a three point shooter, and just started running back. I mean, it was like that's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, his 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 best skill is just his ability to get to the rim. 
And then, so like combine that with like knowing to being a good ball handler and kicking out. And now like he's, he's hitting clutch threes. Like he, I, I thought he was like a second tier star before the playoffs started. Uh, I'm, I may be wrong about that. I mean, he scoring 57 third most ever in a playoff game. Right. And then, and then, and then just like what he's doing now, like just putting the team on his back, not that they don't have other players, but like, he's really like, he has (laughs) what's, what's that? Jingles. Oh yeah. They got jingles. Uh, (laughs) they, uh, like he's, he's showing that he's the kind of guy who could just, just take over a game. Yeah. Uh, is he, is he, does he take top 10 over Devin Booker? It's a good question. Uh, I, I do think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's like, um, there's like a couple quarterbacks in the NFL right now who just like were really good right out of the gate. Mahomes is one of them. He reminds me a lot of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel like John Morant is in the same yeah. category there where it's like, oh, he just sort of, he's like the number one option on the, uh, on the Grizzlies and, yeah. and, and could be for a very long time. Yeah. Um, it's just like the, the right situation that you fall into to have a ton of success and ultimately make a ton of money. You know, what's interesting about both of them, uh, Mitchell and, and uh, Morant is that they, they had multiple years in college I mean, definitely with Donovan Mitchell, it's like he came out of college. He was like already, he didn't have to like, he wasn't some raw prospect that needed to be molded for a few years. Like he was ready to go. And Morant too, to a certain degree. And uh, I do wonder if teams are going to start kind of considering older college grads in the draft. What's that? Dame Lillard. Oh, how old? What was he coming out of college? And he was like, yeah, I think he was like three years in at mm. least. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot to be said about um, having a nurturing coach. Yeah, that can give you the attention that you need, and it's also, I mean, it's a lot to ask of a 19 year old child. Yeah. Um, but to be able to know yourself enough, or to have enough guidance to have a strong, you know, to have a strong parent or parents or um, high school coach that knows you and can give you some proper advice about, you know, who you are and what's going to be best for you. Um, and then it's a whole other thing to take it because it's, it's tough to like, you know, most, most players who make it to, uh, you know, blue chip status, um, NBA, you know, make it to the NBA to turn down a hundred hundreds of thousands of dollars right now is incredibly challenging. That's incredibly tempting. Um, and ultimately it's, it, it can be the best decision for, um, a player. I mean, LeBron James, there's no reason he should have went to right. college. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, there's I mean, probably a few players that could have stayed in college for a while. I'm thinking of Markel Fultz, mm-hmm. um, who kind of, you know, kind of unfortunately kind of broke down. 
you know, when he made it to the NBA, even though he was the number one prospect, like that was really tough to see. And it's nice to see him not thriving in Orlando, but flourishing at least. Um, I just felt like, you know, he probably could have stood to stay in college and, and had somebody, you know, um, help him get his focus right. Yeah. And not be thrown into the limelight right away. Yeah. I think I really relate with it a lot. Um, it, like the being good at being a good basketball pre- uh, player can be a lot of, you know, pressure. A lot of people are relying on you for a lot and attaching themselves to your uh, bandwagon or whatever, you know, however you want to say it. Um, that, that's just a lot for a 19 year old child again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And especially a point guard. Cause it's like, you're the captain out there in a way you're running the show. And that's what's like so amazing about Morant and, and Mitchell is not a point guard, but he's, he's the main ball handler, especially when Conley's not there. Chris Paul's another guy like that, right? Didn't he have a number of years in college? Yeah, but that was, yeah, I think he had three, at least I think he had three, maybe two. I don't know. That's a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more than most who go in like the lottery. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I, I'm rooting for you. I find myself rooting for Utah. I still think Denver is going to win, but I, I, I love Rudy Gobert is, is such a f- fun player. Cause I love the way they, anytime he plays, it's the only time I hear the announcers talk about screen assists. Cause he's just yeah. excellent at that. It's just setting up these lanes. And, uh, I hope him and Mitchell work it at work things out and they're able to keep that team together. I yeah, think it, I think it says. A, oh no, that's that's yeah. Go ahead, Michael. I think it says a lot about uh, both of their maturity, particularly Mitchell's maturity, um, to be able to put that behind him, and um, even though he threatened his life, uh, to be able to uh, be professional, and I, I think they're going to pull it out. That's what I think. I think I picked him. You did, yeah. Last week, um, I, I think they're going to pull it out. Nice. Um, and Mitchell is eligible for his first contract extension this summer, and Utah definitely wants to do it. They want to max him out, so we'll see if he takes it. Yeah, I. that's actually the game that I got to watch on Monday. Ah. Um, and it definitely changed my opinion about some stuff. Um, I am not as in on Michael Porter Jr. as I as I was. The guy is a fucking disaster on defense. Like he they were working him like a speed bag. I mean, just like finding and finding and finding him. And then and the worst thing, the worst thing that this is the thing I consider inexcusable was like one time he got worked and I forget whether it was for like a three or like a dunk or something, something bad. So then he kind of comes back on the other end and forces up like a bad three pointer with a hand in his face to try and like make up for it or whatever. Right. To try and boost his own ego. And, and of course that was a terrible shot. So they get the rebound and they go back and score again. And I'm like, this guy's got to go. And I know he, he scored some um, in game two, but like if I were his coach, I would lose my mind. I'm like, 
you are all you are doing is playing defense now. You are just going to practice. You're going to play defense, defense, defense until you learn how to do this. Um, That's got to be such an embarrassment for for a professional to get worked like that, like consciously worked. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, this isn't high school or AAU, you know. Like this is like you should be you should be doing your job. It's, it was it was bad, but it was a good game, and it was. I mean, Murray is so. I would hate it if Murray was the point guard on my favorite team. That would drive me nuts because he is he is so feast or famine. Like he was so on on Monday, like incredible. Yeah. But like that, he reminded me of back. Like I was what you know, a Rockets fan back in the day when Stevie franchise, <laughs> were old Stevie franchise, and. He would just like do these things where he's like creating off the dribble and do leaning over and making this off balance shot, and the crowd would cheer when it goes in. I'm like, don't cheer that! Don't encourage this behavior. Like this is yeah. this is. Uh, you're cutting out for John. Oh, sorry. Or maybe that's just uh, my headphones. Oh yeah, I think it might be your headphones. I can I can still hear you okay. All right, now you're right. Now I hear you. But but yeah, I don't know. So I was I was I am not as impressed with Denver. Um, despite Jokic like being a beast and Murray having the game of his life, they still barely beat an under undermanned Utah team on Monday, and then they got beat on Wednesday. So I, I don't know. I don't think mm. I don't think Denver's going to do it. I'm still pulling for them, but I no longer. Yeah, I think the Jazz are, are probably going to take that series. See, Murray, Denver's interesting because. Because Jokic is kind of the point guard there. He's the point center in a way. And, you know, Murray is a good ball handler. But, like, if if the ball in today's NBA, anybody who's not the primary ball handler, you it's like to be good, you want them to be, like, either a shutdown defender or a knockdown three-point shooter. And Murray is good, but he's not, like, a knockdown shooter. Not yet. So his fit with Jokic isn't the greatest. I, I don't know what they do. Yeah. They got a lot of assets, though. I mean, Porter is an asset if he can, you know, develop the defense because he is a beast on offense. Like, pulling up for Kevin Durant-style threes, just like that, this high release, this yeah. unblockable shot. Right. Because, you know, 6'10 or whatever. And, Yeah. He he can be he can be great. Bull Bull is a wild card. They got all these guys. I just yeah, I don't know. Not this year. Yeah. Man, I want Bull Bull to be so good. <laughs> I want him to be so good. Yeah. You see him sometimes like he'll he'll make these or he'll he at least attempts these like crazy like one handed bounce passes as like like the type that like a Harden will make as a kick out play. And it's fun to see. It doesn't always work, but He's he's got some like confidence and swag. I like it. Yeah. Um we got Clippers Dallas. Um I was a little surprised to see Dallas take game 2. Yeah. I, I didn't really see game 1. Um I know there was the double technical that uh got Chris Stapps ejected. Any thoughts on that? I didn't see it, but every like it seems like universally everyone thought it was over, like right, overblown by the official, like too much. Yeah, 
It's good. It's good to get a technical foul in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, it it sucks that he was ejected, but it's good. It's, it's good, important. It's a good learning experience, and maybe yeah, it's good also for the team. like you're playing with some passion. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, Kristaps Porzingis. Like, this season is probably the most emotion we've seen him play with, and so it's it's. it's I, I also didn't see it. The NBA is so much different than it used to be. Not not for I don't even think for better or for worse, but like there is there is virtually no aggressive trash talking. There is like any kind of physical infraction is reviewed and if it's, you know, deemed too aggressive you get you know, it's like you're getting like like felony and misdemeanor charges that like follow you for the whole season, um, and like especially watching teams like Houston, to me it's like comical the amount of three point shots that are just hoisted at the basket and go in, and it's like uh, if I if I had pl- like with lanes wide open and people like driving the lane, basically having a layup and dishing it to the corner for a three. And then the three goes in and you're like, what What (laughs) world is this? Like you had a guaranteed shot right there. Yeah. It's it's wild to me. I mean, I, I, I actually, I like watching it more than, uh, the old NBA of the nineties. Uh, interesting. Um, there's a lot more finesse, and it's a lot more of a team game. But um, it's just a it's it's a vastly different game, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like that's the big one, the three pointers. Uh, just because teams did the math, and they're like, no more long. And Houston, more than any other team, is going all in on that style of play. And that's what makes like Harden the perfect Mori Ball slash D'Antoni player. Yeah. It makes it makes mathematical sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only way it's ever going to change is if they like change the dimensions of the court or like move the three point line back or anything like that. Well, I think the I think the four point shot could be. <laughs> did they do that in the uh, in the the tournament or the three on three? Um, what is what is Ice Cube's? League? Oh, uh, what, what is it called again? Big three. The big the three. Big three. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's. I think that's an interesting prospect, and I'm like, kind of excited to see. I, I bet they introduce it in the All Star Game first. Right. Yeah, G League, maybe a year in the G League, because watching Joe Johnson set the all time like four pointer record or whatever <laughs> in the big three, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> it's, Kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, Dame yeah, hit some long. Like Dame, yeah. What's that? I was just saying, Dame. Yeah. yeah. Logo Lillard, man. It's Logo like, Lillard. What the heck? And and like, at the beginning of the shot clock, you're like, what? Yeah. What world is this? Sometimes what it's a little ridiculous. That's like a good shot. Yeah. But it's it's. I mean, Dame. Ah, in game one, let's talk about that series. Uh, I mean, they got killed last night, but game one, like, 
I just I love the chemistry on that team with him and Nurkic. You see Nurkic on the sideline going like doing one of these, tapping his wrist. It's Dame time. Um, that was fun. Game one to see them see them come through like that, and then AD just kind of took over last night. Do you think uh, Do you think Portland still has a chance in this series? Nah, no, no chance. Yeah, uh, he's too good. But I think. I think that Houston, LA could be really interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially because LA, one of LA's best assets is their size. And then Houston just going all in on small ball. Yeah, but listen, there's a huge difference between Anthony Davis and, um, and, um, Steven Adams. The big, Adams. The, yeah, the, the big New Zealand. <laughs> the big emu. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're both very athletic, but uh, boy, oh boy, is uh, Anthony Davis is, and we've all known this for yeah. his entire. But he, that's he, that's just the that's the thing. The, there is no reason they they could they should lose game one. Like the Lakers should never have lost game one. Anthony Davis was catching the ball behind the three point line and got like four baskets or whatever to get like thirteen points. Some like some absurdly low number. Like he should be scoring thirty five on the Blazers. Easy, like every game. I, and, I, I honestly think he will. I think he's probably from here on out. Well, I don't think he'll score in the teens again. He like, I'm I'm sure Vogel got all over him in one way or another in a way that he could hear. But it's like, Ad, that that's not an option for you. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like it just like that's not that's not an off night. That's you either not trying hard enough or not trying in the right ways. Yeah. Or not or like being too deferential to the rest of the team. Right. Yeah. Not that's not what the playoffs are for. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to see the best we've ever seen of AD this year because he's never Without had a, a long playoff run. And yeah, it's I can't it's wait for that. It's going to be exciting to see what he does on a viable team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Rondo's coming back. <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, when, like what? Wait, when's Rondo going to be back? Uh, he's back in the bubble. I know that. Um, he's the type of guy who will play with a broken hand. <laughs> I don't know how helpful that'll be, but. You know, he, he's obviously not a star anymore, but uh, they they need, you know, they're not deep, so they could use him. I don't think Rondo was ever a star, but he was an NBA champion, and you can't discount that. Yeah, he, I mean, he was big on that first Celtics team that yeah. won a championship. And he was on that Bulls team that would have taken out the Celtics if he hadn't gotten hurt. Like, Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Rondo at a time, like, I didn't like the Celtics, and I – Rondo and his giant hands and like his you know diving into pass lanes and finding angles I had mad respect for him could yeah. shoot no yeah and that's kind of what he's killed also, his career he's also just straight mean yeah. and uh that's like great it's great to have a guy like that in the playoffs he's surly um yeah he's like a little Kendrick Perkins <laughs> and uh yeah I, I, I think like I think it's better to have it's better to have him on the team um, 
as far as morale goes than J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters or, you know, I think he's, he's a guy that like, you know, having, having won a championship, knowing what it takes, I think he can get people like as a leader into the right headspace. Well, hold on. J.R. Smith has won a championship as well. <laughs> but he, <laughs> did you see, did you see all the memes on Twitter of J.R. Smith? Like after he, <sighs> there's a really funny one where, uh, you know, he's like, he's always got his eyes kind of like mm-hmm. in, in slits and like, he's like peering over, um, uh, who's the, um, the white dude who's balding a little bit. Oh, the... Caruso. Yeah. Yeah. He's at the free throw line and the, the meme is like, Hey, I've been gone for a while, but who is this dude? <laughs> 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 it just looks like who let the math teacher on the team? Well, that could go back to our initial question. Who's going to be the next white all-star? Not Caruso. Not Caruso. No, I, think, uh, I think Duncan, Duncan Robinson might have a chance. Yeah. Probably more likely than Caruso. But Caruso's, I think, uh, of all those like periphery players on the Lakers, he's kind of the most consistent. And I feel like LeBron respects him and like trusts that he's going to do what he's supposed to do. Yeah, he likes consistency. Like, uh, what's his name? James? What, or what was a uh, James uh, jo- Jones? Was it James? Who who played with LeBron for like Miami yeah. and Cleveland? And yeah, yeah, of- yeah, yeah. I know. You're, I think it. Uh, something James. Something James. Yeah. yeah. Well, LeBron like, James. Loved- no. <laughs> he loved that guy. He loved like Udonis Haslam. He loved those guys who just did their you know did their work and were consistent and played within themselves no he he likes jared dudley which i'm like just because like he came into one game a couple years ago against lebron and like played hard i don't know man jared dudley to me is like why is that guy on anything but 10-day contracts i i i don't know Uh, like i i watched him in college didn't he play for florida state um, no, BC. Played oh, okay. for BC. Yeah, that's- and um, ah, <laughs> I just don't know what the point of him is. It is like I I remember at one point this year being surprised that he was still in the NBA. Um, right. You know, he used to be okay. He was okay when he was in Phoenix, mm-hmm. I guess. But there's there's a difference between a guy like that and like. Vince Carter and Juwan Howard and Jerry Stackhouse are like in the league for a very long time. But like Jared Dudley's just like a he's like a little goofball. It's like what <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like if Big Baby Davis was still playing. Like, why are you still here? Right. Right. Yeah. Big baby like Davis. You were never, you were never athletic and never that. You just tried hard. I see. Yeah, as opposed to like Vince or it's it's Sackhouse too that were all stars at a certain point. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Respect for Dudley for keeping it going this yeah. long. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're whining and dining somebody, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever politicking you're doing is working, buddy. Keep it up. Uh, last series we haven't talked about uh, Boston 76ers 
Um, that could definitely be a sweep. I, you know, there was this, a point when we were picking last week where I was like, maybe I should take Philly as an upset. Nope. And it, it would have had to be the Embiid show. And, uh, you know, he's been good, but he's not yeah. taken over. I've seen the Embiid show. It always starts too late and ends too early. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's, he's just, he doesn't have what it takes right now to be a winner. Yeah. And that could come from a teammate. Like, it didn't come from Jimmy Butler as much as Jimmy Butler tried. So I, so I think it's probably going to have to come from a coach. Like, if he gets a coach who he listens to and respects, maybe there's hope for him. Otherwise, he's just going to be this guy forever. Disappointment. Yeah. Hmm. I was just having cool. a thought, like, of him on the Spurs with Popovich. That'd be a fun time. That would not work. That would not work at all. Just, you mean the, the, the attitudes? I think Pop would cut him. <laughs> uh, like, honestly, like, I, I, I can't think of a teammate or a coach that you could pair him with right now that he would actually listen to and respect and think he could learn from. Um, and, and, like, I get it. He has, he's willed himself to where he's at right now based on his own you know, fortitude and, and focus, but like it, that's never enough. It's never enough for you to do it by yourself. You have to have a Scotty Pippen. You have to have uh, Phil Jackson. You have to have somebody there. And I don't know who that person would be for him. Who can you, Doc Rivers? Maybe, but yeah. I don't know. Would he listen to like, Carlisle or Stevens or Spolstra Mark, or Nurse. Mark Jackson? I don't think Mark Jackson would put up with him. No, I don't think Mark Jackson's a good enough coach even to like pull it off. So I don't know. I I think he's a lost cause. Yeah. I I mean his skill set is you know, you see the flashes where he does something amazing, where he's like still like the only player doing real post moves and he's got like, he's so big and has that athletic ability, but yeah, I think he's Philly is still a child. Yeah. Philly. It seems like they got got a, I was going to say, Oh, go, go ahead, Micah. I was just saying, he's got a, he's got a child's mentality. Like, uh, um, yeah, he's just like, I don't know. He's moody and petulant and, um, oh, up with KD and Kyrie. Yeah. Like, I mean, perfect. it's, it's the same, that's, it's the same issues there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe that's the trade Brooklyn trade for Phil trade, trade for Embiid. It would have to be like Levert, Jared Allen and a bunch of picks. I think Philly would be crazy if they didn't jump on that. They could, they could have a hell of a team, get a new coach. Keep, um, you know, Simmons is like Simmons. almost the Giannis role as being like a point. Keep Tobias Harris because no one else will take him. Right. So you're stuck with him and Al Horford. But yeah, they could be a hell of a team if they unloaded him. The fans might not like it though. The Philly fans. Yeah. Well, they don't he, like anything. He's a perfect fit in Philly because the fans are just like him. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, I mean, you know, I don't want to say, you know, 
Allen Iverson was this very special case. Like he was a super special player. Um, was never able to like pull it together, but like Philly hasn't won a championship since 1980. Yeah, is that right? 83, the fo 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 team with yeah Moses and Doc and mm-hmm. I mean it's um, you know I don't know they're not a they're not much of a stone's throw away from Sacramento. Let's put it like that. The city of Philadelphia, or you're saying the Sixers? <laughs> <laughs> um, the um, I think the the mindset. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the city of Philadelphia. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'll pull a Bill Burr. Um, yeah, I I just think Philly is um, in like in the same way that. Um, Bostonians have an inferiority complex about New York. Mm-hmm. Philly has an inferiority complex about any city. <laughs> yeah. They are similar in that way, Philly and Boston. And it's like, I like how Philly, you know, they're a big, they still are a big city and, but they like try to like act like, Oh, we're the blue collar fans. And it's a weird, it's a weird place. Yeah, what is, I'm sorry, what is Philadelphia's blue-collar industry now? <laughs> is it unemployment? <laughs> um, Rock-throwing. Yo, I, I um, a while back, I was do I was a part of, like, a flash mob, a uh, guerrilla marketing campaign. And so we would do these, like, we would go around and we'd sing these acapella songs in, like, malls and stuff. And it was a silly thing, but it paid well. And um, we uh, would like let we'd let the press know like oh we're going to be doing this thing so if you want to cover it come out and check it out and so in that way you know the the hope was that it would go viral and then the client would get a bunch of business whatever so we went to Philadelphia and the cops showed up before we were ever able to pull off our stunt and they were like oh yeah we just we got an alert of a flash mob here and uh we're sorry we can't have you do this because um last last week we you know kids were doing a flash mob and they were you know they're letting each other know on twitter oh we're going to do a flash mob here and they were just pulling people out of their cars and punching them in the face wow that that sounds like philly that's Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did after the Phillies won the World Series. Yeah, they just ripped people out of their automobiles and cold cocked them? Yeah, basically. They started flipping over cars because it was, like, fun. Which, you know, if you're an eighth grader, I could see how you would think that's fun and not think of the consequences. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I just, I don't understand that idea of, like, destruction. I went to the University of Georgia and, like, just when we would beat... Tennessee, just one football game. Mm-hmm. They would rip the goalposts down <laughs> and then run around with them downtown, smashing things with them. <laughs> that is insane. Why is that fun? Why is that a fun thing? That's alcoholism. Yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah, being a drunk asshole and enjoying that, that you could get away with it. There's Philly's motto right there. <laughs> drunk asshole. Getting away with it. Getting year away with year. drunk asshole since 1776. <laughs> <laughs> we have one bell and it's fucking broken. Yeah, we fucking <laughs> uh, we broke our bell, but who cares? 
Brittany! Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, draft lottery was last night. Um, no luck for the Knicks. Uh, good for Minnesota, I guess. It's yes. never good for Minnesota. It's <laughs> not going to work out for Minneapolis. The city of Minneapolis will never win a basketball championship. Mm. Interesting. I, I, I like Minneapolis as a city. Um, I'm sure it's a fine city. I'm sure it's a fine place. You know, I root for them. Um, Twins won back in like the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, they got a couple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's not going to happen. Like they got, they don't, they're not winners. I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is a winner. Yeah. That's I mean, why. Who's the, cur- who's the curvy puck out of basketball right now? Can we get them to, uh, <laughs> can we get them to play for the Timberwolves? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was Jimmy Butler, but you know, that didn't work out. Yeah. So. I mean, that's why he, he hated Carl Anthony Towns and Tibbs probably hated him too. So, yeah. So, and I don't even know who is, are they going to pick ball? Like, is that, it, like, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. There's not even, I assume since the Knicks got the eighth pick, I assume there are seven good players in the draft. But I don't know, like, <laughs> right. um, I don't know who they are. Now, it's Yo, g- uh, have you guys, do you guys know much about LaMelo Ball? Because uh, I've seen a lot of hype about him recently. And people are like, oh, he's like, He's an unknown right now. It's like, no, we've been paying attention to him for four years. Yeah. Um, and he could be the number one pick. But all the highlights I see of him, and maybe it's because they were from eighth grade, but he just looks like a good eighth grader. <laughs> Is I, he really that good? I, I've seen highlights from his like Australian team, and he... He does have great, like, he's a great, he's a great ball handler. And uh, just his handles and his passing vision is really something. Like, he's doing, like, it was like seeing Ben Simmons highlights from when he was a prospect. But he can't shoot. He's got size. uh, So hopefully he would learn to play defense and become a better shooter. He's like 6'7 or something like that. Maybe six eight. That's not that's not Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is jacked in six ten. Right, but I mean like LeBron uh, James is jacked in six eight. Yeah, but he's he's this a guy big... is a slim string bean. <laughs> he's a big point I mean, guard like, though. He looks like he's got a game like um, uh, what's his face for New Orleans right now? Uh, Drew Holiday. Holiday. No, no, with the braids. You know what I'm talking about. He's really oh, good on New Orleans. Ingram? Yeah, Brandon Ingram. Oh. He maybe size wise, but Ingram Ingram's better. Ingram's a better shooter. Uh yeah. Lonzo Ball? What? Because <laughs> he's also on New Orleans. Oh uh, yeah, Lonzo Ball. <laughs> he looks right. like this other guy on New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I'm not excited about the draft. I don't uh, none of these guys really right. got me excited, and the Knicks pick is so crappy that it's like whatever. Yeah. It's it's not considered to be a great draft next year. Supposedly a great draft. Um, well, whoever I, the rookie of the year is, he's probably going to be better than Malcolm Brogdon, right? 
Well, Malcolm <laughs> Brogdon turned out to be pretty good, even though like it was oh, weird sure. when he was a rookie. Like he was like, okay, this guy is rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, he's averaging twelve points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on a good team though. I, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is he playing right now, Malcolm Brogdon for Indy? I think he. I I, I assumed he was, but I don't know. I guess for Indy's. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, because I think he is. Okay. For some reason, I so just what, like what, what are we what are we talking about? He's a good player, and we're like, is, is he playing? playing right now? I haven't noticed him. Talking, that's not a good player <laughs> if you don't know if he's playing right now. Well, also, like it's Indiana. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're going to get swept probably in the first round. They, you oh, know, man, to be a Pacers fan, right? That's tough. Like they have such a strong like basketball tradition there, and Reggie Miller wasn't able to pull it out, and. Lance Stevenson wasn't able to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Ron Artest, you know, like they they have they've had decent teams. Jermaine O'Neal, they've they've had good teams. Yeah, they're That's always the they're always in the playoffs. It seems like. Yeah, and they were the best team in the NBA that year of the melee. Like, but it's, it's not as tragic as the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz is not as tragic as that because it's like. Salt Lake City? Why does Salt Lake City and Oklahoma City have a basketball? <laughs> There's absolutely no reason for it. Seattle should clearly have a basketball team. Yeah. Clearly. Also Sacramento. What are we what are we doing here? Yeah, there's there's yeah. a few. They could they could shuffle around a little bit. It's um I mean so Yeah, Salt and Salt Lake especially like supposedly like when they're scouting talent for drafts like they got to like also make sure that the player they're drafting is somebody who can deal with the fact that Salt Lake City is, you know, is a Mormon town and not doesn't have much of a nightlife and I think that actually helps you with focus. Like if you're really focused on basketball, it's really it's I would think it'd be great to live in Salt Lake. And that would be awesome to go on the road too, and just mm-hmm. lose a bunch of home uh, away games because you're like out living it up as a, you know, yeah, person who's on vacation basically. Yeah, yeah. So name, I- name all right. So let's. Oh, we have to stop. Right? No, keep going. All right. So Seattle needs a team. Right. Can we take the teams out of Sacramento, Minneapolis? Salt Lake, Oklahoma City, and put them in more deserving cities right now. I would take I would take New Orleans before Minneapolis. Yeah, agreed. What? Yeah. Yeah, no. Minneapolis is a big city. Like they're they're a major sports city. New Orleans is like New Orleans. First of all, doesn't care about basketball. Second of all, they're a tiny city mm-hmm. now. Like, and they all they care about are the Saints. Like, they, yeah, no, yeah. Okay, so what are the most deserving basketball cities? I, I think definitely Seattle. Um, uh, Baltimore? <laughs> I mean, the, no, but DC's right there. Yeah. I don't know. Does Vancouver get another try? No. Worth another shot. No, uh, no one in Vancouver, huh? No. How about, how about Mexico City? Okay. That could be fun. I, I think they would right? they would. They would love it. That would be yeah, that, like a home court advantage, like crazy. <laughs> like there's an altitude and like right. crazy fans. 
That would be. Oh the, yeah, I think they'd have a rabid fan base. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah, they would. Hell yeah. Yeah. How about how about Durham, North Carolina? Mm, no. Charlotte is Charlotte's been shit all these years. Carolina doesn't have the their college basketball state. I think. I mean, you would know better than I would, but like, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's that's probably right. Um, what about what about Columbus? <laughs> Ohio. Yeah, Columbus is a huge city. Like Columbus is like a, the biggest city in Ohio. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati could really use a basketball team. Cincinnati yeah, if you can't pull one in Ohio. I would say you use Columbus because that's the up and comer. Like, is it really? Yeah, we'll go look at the the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Columbus is huge. And like huge. growing as well. Huge, and I'll, I mean all those other cities like Cincinnati and Cleveland are like half the size of Columbus. So yeah, they're like fraction the size of Columbus. Yeah. Mm. How about how about Omaha? I feel like that's as random as Oklahoma City. <laughs> um, I would vote no to Omaha just because they would have to like. Having grown up an hour from there, the all those people care about is the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and they could, you know, and if they did get a team, they would be they would replace the San Antonio Spurs fans as the most insufferable fans. Uh-huh. And I just I couldn't I yeah. couldn't do it. How about uh, City, I'll give you Kansas City. I was just gonna say Kansas City, yeah. That's how about uh, how about San Diego or Tijuana? San Diego lost their they had a team in Boston, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, San Diego maybe. Yeah, I mean San Diego is a big city. Um, oh, Las Vegas! Las Vegas needs mm-hmm. a basketball team. I think Las Vegas would be a good a good choice. Yeah. California is tricky because of the stadiums, because the state absolutely won't pay for anything. Right. Well, and Vegas has a new arena, so yeah. Vegas, 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 Kansas City, Seattle, those three, uh, and Mexico City. Oh, I love Mexico City. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what about Puerto Rico? Like uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico? That'd be fun. Uh, yeah. I, I, pretty, pretty small island. Yeah. I mean, I just wonder if like... No, Economically, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, like, the economics. If they were able it. to, yeah. if they were able to subsidize it, um, like the building of the arena and the real estate there, um, that could be a big boon to the economy in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it'd be like, uh, like, like a vacation destination, similar to like Las Vegas teams in a way. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything anywhere else in Canada? Like, so you're saying no to no to the coup. They have their shots. So no Montreal, no Montreal, Montreal maybe. is cool. Yeah, yeah. I could see them getting into it too because Montreal is uh, not only a big city, but like similar to New York in a way, where it's like d- people live downtown. It's yeah. not like you have like a business town. People like really live in the city, and I, I think they'd be they'd be into it. Very. Cosmopolitan. How about uh, uh, Hartford, Connecticut? Already has a women's team. Why wouldn't they have a men's team? Yeah, I would. I would love. Uh, I mean, Hartford was on the list when they were talking about like moving the Arizona Coyotes, like give Hartford a team again. Uh, I mean, Hartford, I, <laughs> call them the Whalers too. Um, I think there's there are enough people yeah. to support 
the team. Um, it's just is every is everybody already a Boston fan there? Mm. Um, I mean, I think it's probably half and half. Um, yeah. Half Boston, half New York. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I think the good the good ones are Casey, Vegas, Mexico City. Montreal. Oh, and New Jersey should probably have a basketball team again versus Oklahoma City. Yeah, I mean Oklahoma City. It's is it a growing city? I don't know. It's a, I mean it's 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 yeah it's pretty it's pretty big. Right. Yeah. 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 But it's still like small, media market, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah, Newark. Get the Newark Bears or something. Get a Newark team. Austin, Texas. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So that's that's Spurs country. So because Austin's only about an hour um, north of San Antonio, I feel like they'd get after the the team in the same way that the Portland and Seattle fans have gotten after their teams. Yeah, but that's like those are like three hours apart. Like it's I mean it's it's already entrenched um, in pretty much entrenched the uh, the Spurs there, um, but. You know, it's a possibility. And again, like Omaha, they're the they have no professional sports, so they're crazy about the college team. So they're all mm. Longhorns all the time. Hook 'em horns. Could if Vancouver were to get a team again, uh, do they have two? Two is that Seattle territory? Could there be there be a team in Seattle and Vancouver? I think there could be. I mean, I don't know though, because yeah, the economics are different than when Vancouver got the team last time right like vancouver has grown a yeah. lot yeah, seattle yeah. has grown a lot since then so yeah i think they're i think you could probably fit them both and i think the you game know. of basketball has grown in canada so like a lot of people in western canada would would get into it yeah i think yeah i think you're right um that'd be interesting yeah all right well some yeah some of them's got to moves all right, guys, thanks for doing this, as always. You're always welcome back. Uh, anything you'd like to plug before we go? Nothing for me. Micah? Always Art Smackdown. Uh, yeah. That's this Monday at uh, 10 o'clock on Twitch. That's Twitch TV slash Art Smackdown. This week, our celebrity guest judge is Zach Sherwin of uh, Epic Rap Battles in History and uh, mm. and the Crossword Show. Um so, yeah, check that out. He's going to be commissioning a piece of art and decide who the best artist in the world is. Hell yeah. Art Smackdown. I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Bumble. You can subscribe to Larry No Sports wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. And uh, space the floor. <laughs> <laughs>